Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. My connection and my infatuation with someone grows over time. I need more than just a pretty face and a fucking smoking hot body. He just got me so wet and so turned on and I could tell I was juicy. I squirted on him so heavily. It was like, he must have felt like he was being waterboarded. Before we started that session, he's like, please don't smack my balls. (laughs) I took it under advisement, but ultimately I vetoed that. Does he really think he's just gonna meet with me for the first time and take over my body like that and control it like that? Like, who does he think he is? I feel a little predatory. It's like when I'm looking at him, I'm just like, this is good fucking breeding stock. I'm having five orgasms plus, and you're having one. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Happy day after Christmas, guys. Well, how'd you do? Did Santa treat you right? Or did you just get lumps of coal? I know a lot of the naughty people out there probably just got lumps of coal, but hopefully you got everything that you wanted. And you know what? If you didn't, then I know what you're definitely missing. You're probably missing a subscription to my private podcast. Well, go ahead and treat yourself, guys. Super easy to do. Just go to thecuriousgirldiaries.com and click under exclusive content and you can sign up and be listening to my private podcast right away. All right, guys. Well, I hope that you guys had a wonderful Christmas and you are surrounded by friends and family and people that you love. I'm up in Tahoe with Mr. Big and hopefully we're having a white Christmas. I don't know at this point. Of course, recording this ahead of time so I can take a little time off and relax and enjoy my holidays. I'm sure there'll be, (laughs) there'll probably be Hallmark movies streaming all around. (laughs) wherever we go with Mr. Big, because he's this hopeless romantic. And one of the things that he, I tease him the most about, and that I say him and my grandma have this in common, like it's the Hallmark movies, the Hallmark channel. (laughs) He loves that shit. Oh my gosh. I like it too. I mean, I love him. You know what? I love a man that's just so solid within himself and his manliness that he doesn't care. He's like, fuck, I love this shit. I love this romantic shit. He just He's a, he is. He's a hopeless romantic. And I think that's kind of a dying breed. And it's probably one of the many things that I just love about him. Also, hopefully uh, soon he'll be on a podcast episode. He's finally going to come out of the closet. He's finally going to let me record him. We just didn't get a chance to do it or we're not going to get a chance to do it before we head to Tahoe because he's just so busy slammed. But I think early next year, hopefully. Hopefully, fingers crossed, guys, we'll have a Mr. Big episode. I can't wait. Can't wait to introduce you to him. Speaking of introducing you to people, did you guys catch last Saturday's episode with Nico? That's the first time he was on there. That was episode 447. 
If you didn't get a chance to check that out, give it a listen. Oh my gosh, that Nico. He's so much fun. You know what? I really, really like him. And I'm the more we do stuff and the more I just get to know him and I like him a lot more and more. I mean, he's he's definitely growing on me. Not that not that I wasn't always super attracted and super interested, but you know, my connection and my infatuation with someone grows over time. I need more than just a pretty face and a fucking smoking hot body, which he has. <laughs> but I do, you know, I do kind of need a little more than that because I need to know that, like I always say, that there's a deep end in your pool, you know, that I, we can actually discuss things and talk about things outside of the bedroom. If it's just about the bedroom, you know, that's okay, but it's not going to hold my interest over the long haul. And Nico is definitely, there's a deep end in his pool. He's such an interesting guy. He's had such, led such an interesting life so far up to this point. You know, we're both kind of entrepreneurial and that always draws me in. So I hope you guys enjoyed listening to my episode with him and I'd love your feedback on it, guys. Don't be shy, you know, just go to thecuriousgirldiaries.com and click on the pink tab on the right-hand side and leave me a voicemail. Those are my favorite. I know some of you like to leave me emails. And that's fine. I just, I'm better with the voicemails as far as getting back to everybody. But any feedback is always appreciated. And if you didn't get a chance to listen to that episode, guys, please do. You're going to love it. Today, I want to talk about squirting. Yes, squirting. I'll tell you why. Because my last session with Nico, you know, to sort of parlay back on the episode 447, Nico was at my house and we needed to record on separate tracks. So that means he has to, you know, we can't just sit down, both of us in front of my microphone. And I don't have the setup or the, there's something that where you can plug in two microphones and it will record separate tracks and you can be sitting in the same room, but I don't have that device. So I just needed him to go sit in my bedroom. He was sitting on my bed and I was interviewing him from my office. <laughs> right before we were ready to have a big hot session. And in this big hot session, I squirted like, I don't know that it's the most I've ever squirted, but it's the most I've ever squirted on somebody's face and into their mouth. Oh my God. So because we're in the middle of our role play and he likes to be blindfolded, he likes that sensory deprivation he just got me so wet and so turned on. And I could tell I was juicy. I mean, I just knew it. I knew it from go. I told him, I think, I think during even the interview, I just was like, I'm so turned on. I'm so ready to get in there and go to town on you. So when I finally did get in there and we started playing around, uh, Jesus, I, I literally, I, I squirted on him so heavily. It was like, he must have felt like he was being waterboarded because he <laughs> he had his mask on, the mask, so he couldn't see. And I just, I could feel this big, I could feel it gushing out of me, but I didn't have any idea how much it was until he got up. And I was like, Oh my God. And took the mask off and it was just all over him, all over his chest. It had dripped down onto my bed. Thank goodness I'm smart enough to put one of those blankets over. It's like a sex blanket. And oh my God, that was just sopping wet. It was unbelievable. I couldn't believe how much came out of me. 
Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Now, the unfortunate part about that massive squirting session that I had was that uh, Nico got a little too excited. And I literally, as I'm squirting, I'm like, oh my God, I'm looking down because I can feel and I want to see how much is coming out of me. It was like a two second, like look down and he's just making all these noises and he's excited beyond belief because he loves this shit. I mean, he loves, loves, loves a woman squirting and he loves tasting it and he wants me to squirt in his mouth. I mean, he just, he loves it and he's very good at it. He's very good at making me squirt. He's really, really getting to know my body well and mastering it, which I love and appreciate. And since, you know, he's submissive, he should be pleasing me and he should be making sure that I am well taken care of before he gets his reward. Now he's not supposed to come but the squirting excited him so much. He came without any stimulation. He just, and I looked down and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? It happened so fast, that little stinker. I mean, I don't know how he, I don't know how he did it, but just the excitement of me squirting and moaning and the sounds I was making and the massive amounts coming out of me he just, he just came. He just, with, without being touched, he just freaking came. Now there's part of me that's like, that's super, super hot, but I can't give him that because he's not supposed to come. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. I'm supposed, he's not supposed to come without permission. He did not have permission. He blew it. And basically it, you know, it ends up being a ruined orgasm, which is fine. He deserves it, you know, for not being a good boy. So there you go. There's your little lump of coal, Nico. <laughs> Hopefully he gets back over, you know, before I have to leave to go to California so that I can actually give him a decent orgasm. But he did have blue balls. So there was that, you know, I think he was pretty pent up and wanting to come really bad. And he was super, super sensitive, which I love because then I can tease him and smack his balls, which he, he actually, before we started that session, he's like, please don't smack my balls. <laughs> I took it under advisement, but ultimately I vetoed that. Submissive boys need their balls smacked every once in a while, just as a reminder about who's in control, just so they know they have to take it so that they know that you are the one that gives them pleasure and you're also the one that gives them pain. And if they're good, they can get more pleasure than pain. But I kind of like the pain portion. Now, it's just interesting how, like I said, how my body is starting to really react to him. There's been, you know, squirting for me is it's exciting and fun, but it really takes the right partner to do it with. I can't do it with everybody. And some guys don't know how to do it. So I can't voluntarily do it. I know certain things when I'm fucking someone that might help and, and that promote it. 
But really, I need the guy sort of forcing it to happen with his fingers. Some guys are very talented and they can do it with their dicks. But again, for me, it's just kind of a hit or miss thing whether I can do it on a dick. I love when I can do it on a dick. That's super hot. But the other person that's really good, that has been really good at making me squirt is Cowboy N. So it's kind of funny because there's a dominant and a submissive. And it's weird with the, it seems like for me, I guess the power exchange, these power dynamics really work for me. That's going to be a winner. You're going to get me excited enough to be able to do these things. And it's kind of interesting how it's landing with the dominant or the submissive category. So those are, you know, those are power exchange dynamics. And I just, God, I just really am into those. I don't know why that does it for me. I don't know why that's so hot. I think I probably because I'm so just the bond that's there, the, you know, and also the effort and the energy, whether you're the one that's coming up with the stuff in the, you know, for me, like in the dominant role where I'm doing the heavy lifting or the other way around where they're doing the heavy lifting, where the dominant's doing the heavy lifting. And I just kind of get to sit back and take it all in and enjoy it and react to it. And my body just goes crazy for that stuff. And the squirting, I mean, I gotta, you know, I gotta say like, I still to this day am impressed with Cowboy N's squirting skills. <laughs> He's really, really, really good at it. And the first time we were together, he made me squirt and, you know, and he was so confident about it. And I remember thinking, this guy's just full of himself. Like, come on, who the fuck does he think he is? Really? Does he really think he's just going to meet with me for the first time and take over my body like that and control it like that? Like, who does he think he is? I'm a woman. I'm not a girl. I'm a woman. <laughs> you can't do that shit to me. I'm not impressionable. I'm not manipulative. I'm not, not, what is the word I'm looking for? I'm not teachable anymore. <laughs> Turns out I'm really, really teachable. I'm totally teachable. And I love a man that's in control and can control me, especially making my body react like that. It's really hot. I mean, someone just saying, yeah, you're going to do this. I'm going to make it happen. And he was, like I said, he was so confident about it. I, I had never been with somebody that was that you know, I took it as cocky a little bit back then, but I just didn't know. It wasn't cocky. He wasn't coming from a cocky place because, you know, cocky is when you're kind of just popping off. He just absolutely knew that, you know, he knows women's bodies and he's good at what he does. He's good in the dominant role. He's good at being a dominant and that he could figure mine out pretty quickly. And sure enough, that bed was so wet so, I mean, he's still, I would have to say, as far as the the most wet and the gushiest and all that that I've ever been, it's definitely with him. But I'll tell you what, Nico is, Nico is coming on strong. And this last time, I just couldn't even believe it. I was shocked. I think he was shocked too. I, I didn't, like I said, I knew, I knew I was excited to see him. 
And when someone, when I'm going to see somebody, when I'm going to see a partner, I get, I mean, I'll be thinking about them. You know, I'll be thinking about them. There's all the little texting and the flirting that's going on before they come over, you know, and you're really trying to get, pump each other up, tease each other and just send naughty little pics and talk about what you're going to do. And so I love all of that. And there's a lot of that that's going on before I meet with someone usually. I knew I just was in the mood. I could feel it. I was like, I'm, my pussy's so wet. I'm, I'm so excited. And then we sat and did that interview right before I went in there, you know, and just talking to him and looking at him, you know, aesthetically, I've definitely, and I'll say both with Nico and Cowboy Ann, like their bodies are fucking tens. I mean, I just, these guys are hot. And I think not just by my standard, I would say by, by most women's standards, I, you would not say no <laughs> to these guys. They're sexy as fuck. And as I've gotten older, I really appreciate, not in a shallow way, but I really appreciate the male figure, the male body, the, just their muscles and their low body fat and their, oh, you know, their, their abs and their butts and their legs and their shoulders and arms and like hands and everything. Like just everything that to me is like strength. And when I look at them, I'm, I'm like a, I feel a little predatory. It's like, I, you know, when I'm, when I'm looking at them, I'm just like, this is good fucking breeding stock. Like, oh yes. I mean, you just want it. Like they're like gladiators, you know, like you want to be with these mm, built guys. And it never, like I said, it just, when I started all this podcast, it wasn't, I mean, I, I always obviously had my, my aesthetic preferences. Right. But I didn't, I didn't appreciate the male form as much. And just like, maybe it's that I've tapped into the like, you know, really, really loving that masculinity, that the masculine side of men, the things that make them manly, their strength and, you know, stature and physical prowess and, you know, and athleticism and all this stuff. I, I mean, I, even when I was back when HK and I first started dating, gosh, you know, long time ago. And he was, when he was still playing professional baseball, he had a, an amazing body, but I didn't, I don't know. I, I didn't appreciate it as much. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've always been turned on by his body. Always. He's sexy. But as I've gotten older, I feel like I just, I just am more like, whoa, drawn to that. And like, it's a huge turn on for me because again, it, it's like this, it's also the masculine, you know, the masculinity and the, that physical, when a man's in really good shape, it makes me again, feel safe. You know, like I know he's strong and I'm protected. And these are things that I guess I just didn't really, you know, I wasn't cognitively tapping into subconsciously. I knew back in the day, like there was something about HK. It's because he's so dominant. And I didn't, I didn't put my finger on it back then. I was still picking you know, the nice guys. And then wondering like, why do I don't not have this great connection? But there's just something about these incredibly fit, tall, strapping guys that where I just, I lose my shit. You know, I get a little crazy for it. And, and, 
and it's developed, you know, it's just developed. It's, I wouldn't, I don't turn guys away that, that aren't built like that. Uh, certainly I have a wide range, but I think when I really, really boil it down, I have the hottest sex and I am, I feel the most wild and frenzied. Even when I'm in the dominant position, I'm still like, just, I'm enjoying teasing him more almost because here he is, this, this guy that could kill me with his bare hands, right? Who's letting me dominate him. And I get to control a powerful man like that, all that massive strength and athleticism and, and just all that he can do, you know, it's like, and he lets me squirt all over his face <laughs> and loves every second of it. You know, how, how can I, how can I complain about that? I absolutely cannot. It's so sexy. And Oh my God. I I'm just, I'm lucky. I'm very, very, very lucky. I do not take that for granted. And I respect the fact that Nico, especially, you know, lets me have all that control and feels that I deserve it. Right. Cause if I, he didn't feel that I did a good job or that I could deserve it or did deserve it, he wouldn't let me do this shit. And I do some, I mean, I pinwheel the poor guy's balls. I smack his balls. I pinwheel his taint, his nipples, his penis, everything. <laughs> I'll, I will, nothing is safe or sacred. I will smack it. I will pour hot wax on it, which I did last time with him, my last session. <laughs> I finally, we had, we had bought so much stuff from Amazon and it's, it's in this big bag and I haven't, we haven't even gone through all of it. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to surprise him with the candles, with the hot wax. So he's laying there and I'm just pouring it all over him. And now I do think he was exaggerating the pain a little bit because I put it on myself. It wasn't that bad. It's wax that's made for your skin. So you can do this without burning, giving somebody third degree burns. But it does, you know, it stings a little bit when it hits. But so yeah, we did that and just... Oh my gosh. The, yeah, the wax was hot. That was new. He didn't see that one coming. That was, I like when I snuck that in because again, he's blindfolded, right? So I'm doing all this stuff and really just stimulating the hell out of him. And he, you know what's fun about him? It's like the second I touch him, he's reacting. He's got all this pre cum all the time, just like oozing out. I, I think he's the heaviest pre comer I've ever been with, hands down. Definitely. I mean, it's the amount of pre-cum that comes out of him is amazing. And that turns me on. Again, like that's when I know I'm doing a good job. When I see his body reacting to what I'm doing, it's so freaking hot. It makes me wet and it makes me just want to ride his face and come all over it. And oh, mm, yes. And which... I, I mean, I just love being a dominant to him. And it also, you know, then makes me understand too why a lot of the stuff that Cowboy N and I used to do were so was so hot for him. I, I couldn't get it all the time. You know, I was like, why is this so hot? I mean, you're doing, I'm having five orgasms plus and you're having one. And he's so patient and he would wait you know, and, and just, we'd go for hours and he'd, he'd have to stay hard and, 
and he'd be excited and the whole time. And I don't know how the guy does it. Honestly, I really don't. And he would sit there and just like, I mean, he could really, really fuck me. Like, absolutely. I mean, for long extended periods of time and not go over the edge. And then I go, then I jump into where I'm the dominant and my submissive, he, he's losing his shit every five seconds. You know, he's using his safe word to tell me he's going to come. And I'm like, oh, get it together, buddy. You know, <laughs> we've got to do something about this. But he's, I, and I say that jokingly because, I mean, I love the fact that he's so excited and turned on by me. Heck yeah. I mean, this is proof positive of, you know, a job well done. And I do doubt myself a little bit being in the dominant role. Not not doubt probably, but just questioning it, why he likes this so much. And I just do what feels natural, right, in the moment. And he loves it. <laughs> so obviously, I also pay attention to what he wants and what he needs. And it's my job to, you know, decide if and when to give him those things and the things he's requesting. And I actually love doing that. I absolutely do. I love doing that. You know, I love that, you know, he gets to earn that stuff and be a good boy and then he gets his rewards and I enjoy giving him the rewards and seeing him just like react and all that pleasure that he's feeling and, and how it's all heightened by everything else that I'm doing with the bondage or the blindfolding and and then also, you know, the spankings and administering some pain because, you know, he's got to, let's face it, I mean, he's not good all the time. So he's got to get his ass beat. That's just part of it. And quite frankly, I really, surprisingly, I really enjoy the spanking. I enjoy that it hurts him and that it excites him and it excites me to do it. And again, all of this stuff, when I, go to the other side of the coin and I'm in the submissive role. I understand this stuff so much more now, but, you know, again, just to kind of bring it back around to the squirting, the most intense, best squirting sessions I have are when I'm in, in the power dynamic role, whether, you know, whether doesn't matter which end I'm loving, you know, like the, the squirting is the reward for Nico. It's like, okay, you've been a good boy. You ate my pussy really well. Now you can you get your fingers in there. Now you can make me squirt, make me come and enjoy it. And it's hot. It really is hot. And kind of in those moments, we're a little more equals in those moments, right? Because he is doing that, but he's allowed to. He's, it's a reward. He's given permission. And I just, I just get so juicy and wet for these power dynamics. It's really, really my thing. Oh my gosh. I, it, I don't know why that still surprises me to say, but it is good to know. These seven years have been so amazing for learning about my sexuality and how I'm wired and what I need. And, you know, and I think that's, it's very helpful because if you know this stuff and, you know, then you're able to negotiate with, the people that you're with. And if someone's sort of outside that norm or a little more vanilla, you know, like say Mr. Big, for example, then, you know, he understands that I need this and that it's okay to get it outside somewhere else, you know, and that he just kind of gets to be a part of it too in different ways. And that adds to all of the excitement. Now, if I take that scene with Nico and what if I had Mr. Big sitting in the corner, like watching all of this? 
just having to watch me dominate somebody, he would lose his shit. And that would be extra. I mean, that added stimulation for me would mentally just, ugh. I don't even really know what that would do. I'm I'm gonna find out. I'm definitely gonna find out some one of these days. You know, I will, I will find out. But man, that to me is just it's just hot. And as long as you guys, you know, as long as there's consent and consenting adults, it's all good, guys. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope again, like I said, you have great holidays and we've got New Year's Eve coming up. I hope you guys have fun plans. Don't forget to keep listening to the podcast and believe me, next year is going to be even more fun. So you got to stay tuned. All right, everyone stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend and make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.